Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You can now support Ghost Maps on Patreon. Simply look for We Are Huntu or click the link in the description. Ghost Maps. Entry 92. Marine Vista, Singapore. Keith walks over to my table after my previous interviewee gets up to leave. I'm here at this coffee shop in Haugang tonight to collect a few stories. It's the Hungry Ghost Month. That usually means a lot more people want to share their accounts and experiences with me. Okay, it's time for me to leave, Keith says, patting me on the back. Keith is one of my previous interviewees. He currently works with an organization whose interests align with mine. He was here tonight to recruit me for more work with that organization. I turned him down, explaining that I'd rather focus on simply collecting stories. The organization, as I recall, tends to take a more active role. You sure? You don't want to join us? He asks once more. I thank him once again for the offer and once again decline. Alright. He says, smiling. But since you're okay with consulting, there is a case that we would like you to look at. I nod and ask him when, but he only says that he'll be in touch, then takes his leave. Just as my last interviewee of the night arrives. Becky is 35 years old and works as a sales executive. Like all my interviewees tonight, she has the third eye. Oh, I see spirits everywhere, she says with a wink. I ask her if this frightens her. She says that she thought it was completely normal when she was young. My parents knew I had the third eye early on, and instead of scaring me, they made sure I understood and respected it. She tells me she's actually more frightened when she doesn't see spirits. The benevolent ones she's found have nothing to hide. It's the mischievous or even malevolent ones that sneak around, she says. I ask her if she's had any such encounters and she nods, slowly. So, I wave over the drink stole auntie one last time and Becky and I place our orders. Then, I switch my recorder back on 
and ask it to start from the beginning. It was 2008. Becky was seeing a guy named Stephen. We spent a lot of time at his parents' place. This old condo at Marine Vista, she says. He was doing his national service and I was still studying, so we didn't have any money to go up. She didn't really mind. After all, she got along with his parents and they'd while away the weekends and weeknights watching television or DVDs. What Becky didn't like about the apartment, though, was that it was awfully quiet. No spirits that she could see. But there was also this painting that hung in their living room. It was a textured oil painting of a tight-lipped Caucasian woman from some bygone era, carrying a fruit basket. At first glance, it seemed innocuous enough. At night, however, when it caught the light from outside, it almost looked like it came alive. I knew there was something off about it, Becky says. And I think it knew that I knew. Her suspicions seemed to be proven right. On one particular night, during that year's Hungry Ghost Month. Becky and Steve had just come home from a late night movie. His parents were fast asleep and Steve was exhausted, so he headed straight to bed. Becky, however, was in desperate need of a shower. I'd been out all day, and I remember it had been bloody hot, she says. As she walked to the common bathroom, she passed by the painting, and she could have sworn that the woman smiled at her. It wasn't a sinister grin, but it didn't have to be. Defiantly, Becky stormed towards the painting and inspected it. Now, it looked like it always did, but she remained on edge. She continued on towards the bathroom and got ready to shower. She placed a towel on the rack behind the door and started to undress. Before she could remove her clothes though, she felt the hairs on the back of her neck stand. She looked around and nothing seemed out of the ordinary. But then, she heard it. Singing a sickeningly sweet voice that sounded like it was coming from within the bathroom's pipes. 
It was some old Teochew opera, she says, shivering slightly at the memory. Becky spun around again in terror, trying to find some possible explanation, but she knew the truth. Almost as if to drive the point home, the singing started to grow louder. As it did so, her towel suddenly flew off the rack, like it was being tossed right at her. She threw the towel to the ground and stumbled out of the bathroom, but the singing seemed to follow her. In her panic, she completely forgot about the painting. Then, she looked up at it. And the woman in the painting was dancing. I, I kept going back to that image for weeks, months after that night. She says, quietly. I kept trying to see how the light could make it seem like she was dancing, but there was no way. All her bravado melted away. She screamed. Soon, Stephen and his parents came running out, asking her what had happened. She was too frightened to respond. As soon as she regained her composure, she asked Stephen to take her home. We broke up a few months after that, she says, sounding more like herself again. Not because of what happened. We were just too young and it was inevitable, really. I ask her if she's encountered anything similar since then, and she shakes her head. She says that she hasn't seen anything out of the ordinary until this evening. It's not a big deal, but she hesitates for a second, looking like she's trying to decide if she should tell me. Spirits tend to go about their own business and don't really pay you any attention. But your friend, the one from earlier, Keith. I nod, encouraging her to go on. The spirits seem to follow him in a very orderly manner. She says, more perplexed than scared. And he's aware that they are there. I can tell. It's not particularly surprising to me. I don't know the full extent of what that organization he works with is up to. But clearly, they're not without some formidable resources. I thank Becky for letting me know what she saw, and for a story. 
She finishes a drink, then gets up to leave. I sit for a while longer, nursing my own drink before making up my mind. I'm definitely going to take up Keith's offer for another consultation, if for no other reason than to get a better feel of his employers, starting with their name. My name is Keith. I've always been fascinated with the supernatural, but I never thought that my interest would get me this up close. Everyone knows that there are monsters lurking in the shadows, but we are the ones that bring them into the light. ICA, the International Cooperative for Apparitions, a new narrative series from the creators of Ghost Maps, coming in early 2024. If you want to discover more of Southeast Asia's other side, subscribe now and follow us on social media. You can also be one of our supporters on Patreon. Look for We Are Huntu or click the links in the description. Ghost Maps is a Huntu production created by Kyle Ong and Wayne Ray with art direction by Jolene Lim and recorded on Audio-Technica mics.